what I said. I got a hundred squares. If you're scared, call a fan. So I'm going on and on, get it in. Yeah, you know we do. Commission in an image till we finish down and bring them to represent. Body deep off in the street, bring them heat with no peace. Get them to them with no priest. Yeah, with no drama, baby. That just since he flipped the script. Trying to reach him where they at. Boulevard or the strip. Ain't a whole sunny side from Trinity to PA. From Samoa to Angola to the soldiers on the base. This is Christ. That is it. The way that we are saved. I will shout it from the roof till they put me in a grave. It don't matter. It's whatever. I tell them that he read. That's the power of the gospel. The reason I'm unashamed. 20. What time it is? It's your boy Kingpin, Big Drake, Made Me and Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with your boy? Justin, how is it, my brother? How you doing, Kingpin? Man, living life and loving it, living life and loving it, man. Just it's on this grind. It's a Monday morning. Uh, we 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 in the lab, uh, doing what we do. Uh, and, and sound like you on that road. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am on the road. <laughs> And I know this is probably get tired of hearing this, but I'm very grateful for my job. But I'm sick of it. You know what I mean? I'm 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 blessed and highly favored to have a job because I know people that will want my job or be grateful. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful, but I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, highly favored, but still frustrated. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you, Lord. Could you please know, get me out of here? <laughs> Yeah, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for the blessings. But can, can you hear this thing on up a little bit? I mean, I... <laughs> oh, but it's all good. Hey, man. Um, when when would be a good time to come up there and visit you? I want to visit you, man. Oh yeah, I want to see you and the family. So uh, again, you know, we we're taking a. Uh, and, and and Zach keeps going back and forth, but I'm I'm afraid I'm going to force uh, to him him to take a take a take a uh, sabbatical. Uh, but we are not playing spring sports. Uh, he typically runs track during the spring. I, I just I think we need he needs we need a break. Uh, do, do do you know this Saturday was the first day we had we weren't committed to have to do something on a Saturday. Uh, other than the holiday season, probably since like August. <laughs> mm, wow. So I mean, like it's like wow. it's like I'm like you know like and that and if we being honest, that's so I mean that's been like three years in a row now because he's been doing three sports yeah. for like three straight years. Yeah. So it's just a lot. <laughs> it's it's just a lot. It is. And it and you is. know he really wants to be good at a lot of other. I mean like so it appears I thought it was going to be football and track would be our two main sports uh, but but I believe it's it's football and wrestling uh, he really 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 loves wrestling um, and yeah. you know so I'm just I'm, I'm coming to peace with that uh, <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm stuck to wrestling so I say all that to say this spring you know starting now it, it our, our weekends and weeks and stuff will, will probably be a lot more predictable for us, so uh, it really just gonna be about. Let's just look at the calendar, man, and see seeing what's good for y'all. Uh, spring break is early for us, so we hitting spring break. Uh, our spring break is second week of March, uh, so two weeks. Yeah, we we leaving two weeks. Uh, we we going to Vegas for 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 spring break. Okay. 
So taking the fan okay, of Vegas. Uh, but yeah, man, let's let's look on the calendar, man, and see what what aligns for y'all, man. We love for y'all to come up and uh, hang out, man, with us, and let's let's kick it. Uh, I know it didn't. Ain't one of didn't. How was the How was the PlayStation going? I you hit me up a couple weeks ago, and uh, we uh, one of them had finally found a game system you had up there. Is he still yeah, on it, or what are you doing? Game system. <laughs> oh man, we man, we, we play that thing every weekend, man. We have a good time with that thing. We didn't create our own little players. Uh, we, we got our own little teams, but we we doing the road to glory, where you know you have to start off in high school first yeah. and get recruited. And, yeah, we doing that. So uh Chicoma got his team. He kind of hurt my heart. He got offered by Auburn, but chose to go to uh, Oklahoma. Oh, so, oh, okay. He don't, you know. Hey, and you know, I, I, you know, sometimes the kids don't really understand things. Because you know, my little high school, my player, he getting recruited by um, LSU, Florida, Texas A and M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Not Auburn quite yet. You waiting but, on the Auburn offer for yours? Yeah, that's that's what I'm going. And he's like, Dad, you know, who who you gonna pick? I think you should pick Florida. I said, Son, I'm, I'm picking Auburn. He said, but but you know, Florida got you know because he's looking at the numbers and the ratings and all that. That's yeah. why he picked Oklahoma. And I'm like, have, have you seen Daddy's football jersey? And he's like, no. And I forgot I had him in the closet. So of course I pulled him out and him and Baby Kai put him on and running around the house, which made me feel good. But you know, I I don't think I don't think he realized like mommy and daddy went to this school. You know, mommy and you know, well, daddy was on the football. Yeah. Like. This, this is a big deal. Uh, uh, we we, we, we through it. Ain't just like it ain't just it, it's everything. So d- d- you think this just a game? But no, it's not. No. I'm gonna go to Auburn and we are gonna win a national championship on this game here. Like yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's <laughs> so he is. But so see, he's I, grasping I, the game. A gift you blessed me with probably ten years ago, <laughs> and it's still, it's still getting used to this day. And they, and uh, like Kai, baby Kai don't like the football too much, and that's a little lot for him. You know, picking plays yeah. with basketball. He'll sit there and play that basketball all day. Oh, uh, so he he. Uh, let's see. That was that would have been NBA Live back then. The the, the, the kids on two yes. K now, but me and you grew up demolishing people on live. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know if you – you gave me a live. You gave me um, – I think you gave me, like, two Maddens. Yep. And I think you gave me, like, two college football. Yep. You, you, you hooked me up with a Yeah. And, you know, so so it's been, what, 10 years or so, I think, or, or more since they did Probably college more. football also. Yeah. So the, those yeah. games, like, the only – I think the version you have, I think they only made one more college football after that year. I think I have that one here on my on PlayStation 3. I still got my PlayStation 3 hooked up too. And so yeah. I think yeah. I still got the that one as well because they didn't make it anymore. Yeah, the one you gave me is the year after Auburn actually won a national championship. So and that's the, the Madden. That's the 11, 12? 12, yeah, I think. Yeah, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah then, I, um, I think 2013 was the last one to come out. Wow. NCAA, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then the Madden one you gave me got Drew Brees on it because he was to get after the Saints won the Super Bowl. Uh, Man, those, those were some good football years for me. 
like it started off with my high school. My high school won back-to-back state champions. Then the Saints won. Then Auburn won. And I'm like, it's just gonna get no better than this, baby. And my 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 high school, I think they've won another one since then. They went last year and lost. Or went the year before and lost. But uh well Auburn Auburn did make it make it to another one. They just, you know, lost to Jameis. <laughs> and the same the same thing. Now the Saints have had some really good football teams, but we got we, we had some horrific endings in the playoffs. Yeah. Like so horrific, like they, they came out with some new rules. Changes. Yeah, they they they've scored. They've scored y'all. They scored y'all many, many, yeah, many cases. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm 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 like you. I I'm well, I mean, we've discussed this on our show several times. I'm I am in mm-hmm. sports purgatory, uh football purgatory mm-hmm. right now, you know. And uh, at some point I, I suspect the Lord would allow me to come back. But I don't. I just don't foresee when that's going to happen, and so I'm. I'm just believing God uh, that that something mighty is going to happen in my life because of what I'm going through right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel the same way, but not sports wise and, and job wise. I feel the exact same. Way. So I know what you're doing. I, I, I feel you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Feel the exact same. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's going to see me through. I know it. I, I'm. I'm confident. I have no doubt. I just don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know I, when. I don't, I don't know how far away we are. I'm, I'm, I'm in the wilderness right now, just 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 wandering around for forty years. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man. So we're gonna get into some sports, but you know we gotta start off with other stuff, man. Uh, I got to see you the clip. A uh, couple couple cats tried to tried to uh, steal on old Cam Newton this weekend. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think they quickly found out. Uh, like even to the point of you know the game, uh, Cam Newton is more than just a video game character. Uh, in real life, yeah. he is a created player, and uh, stealing on Cam probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> and when, when you sent it to me, because you know he is so much bigger than everybody else, I asked him like, "Are those kids? Are those kids trying to jump on Cam? Like, no, they're grown men." You need to be careful who you put your hands on. Yeah, you better it, be careful. And that was uh, like because uh, you really don't know what people know. You really don't. You remember? So, and I equate Cam to this. You remember? I think I was asking you, and this man, how, man, how long had this have been? I'm wondering where we even taping back then. This may have been at the very start, but I was asking you about uh, Jamarcus Russell. Because at the year he played for LSU, I think you were still with the police department and you were working security oh, wow. or, or whatever for the gate that game. And you was like, yeah, dog, sure. I got to be beside that dude getting off the bus. He is a grown man. <laughs> He's a, you, a massive human being. Yeah. Massive. I, I feel like they didn't recognize just very much like how you felt that day with seeing Jamarcus Russell. Cam Newton is yeah. 6'5", 260, 270. Yeah. You ain't going to just walk up on him. <laughs> At least you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't. And, and whatever but told you, you, you thought was out. good. You messed around and found out yeah. real fast, dog. So one cat tried yeah. to come up behind him and steal him. That didn't work out. And again, Cam never even – and here's the crazy part. Cam never – I never saw him actually throw a punch either. So – this could have ended really, really bad for you. He just yeah, he yeah. threw one dude up under the tree. He threw one dude like in between the fence, 
<laughs> and then he could put two more in the headlock. Like, yeah, it was almost it was literally four on one, dog. And that they they got they got they, it didn't work out. It is, and the crazy other piece is, this dude had never moved. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfectly aligned. I mean, it, it it never wavered. I mean, that that's a faithful hat right there. Ver- faithful hat. Ver- Veronica sent me a a, a, a post, uh, and, and somebody said, "I said, said uh, fighting off th- Cam Newton fighting off three dudes while dressed like the Wicked Witch of the West was not on my Twitter." <laughs> I don't think so. I think I I, I pulled it up because somebody tagged it or whatever. It's a brand that he wears, uh, and they are really expensive. Like the cheapest hat, like brim hat I saw on their website was like four fifty. Oh, and they wow. go up to I like twenty five hundred dollars. And then I don't know if he pay extra to have that hole cut out of the top for his hat to go through or not. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he likes that Mary Poppins hat. That's what it is. It's a Mary Poppins hat. <laughs> Somebody talk well, about he, he, he loves him and he wears. He really do. Say if you can't stick by me with uh, stick by me like Cam Newton's hat, remain steadfast and unmovable. Then just don't call me. <laughs> hey, I'm with that. That's a real statement, right there, bro. How oh, did you be in a physical altercation with a hat on? <laughs> It's not a snapback where you can kind of lock it down and that thing don't move. It's pretty impressive. This one right here, dog. <laughs> said, people don't have awareness at all. You don't fight Cam Newton. He's 6'5", 270, and communicates in wingdings while dressed like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you if he took that hat off, he got blades around the brim, and he could swing that thing like a boomerang, and they come back in. That's probably his superhero power. That's probably his gift. It really is, dog. <laughs> Yeah, that, that wasn't a good idea for them, man. Not a good idea. I wouldn't have done it. No, I, no. I, I wouldn't have done it. I'm I, a big guy myself, but I wouldn't have done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I know better. I, I think I know better. Yeah. They didn't try that. But you know, also, on, on the flip end, like, if I'm Cam Newton and I'm worth that much money, I am not getting into a fight. I'm, I'm just not. And because I worry about it. And he, he probably was thinking, if I throw a punch, I'm going to get sued off the dick. Yeah, yeah. So he probably was thinking, and, and that's the one thing, like real good fighters, like people that really can fight, they're able to think and react at the same time. That's what makes them good fighters. And you got to think, playing football or any athletic sport, you got to think and react at the same time. Yeah. In the position that he played, he dodging people. He giving some. Uh, he giving some people the business. He, he doing a lot of different things. So him not throwing the punch. I wonder if he, you know, you think his mind was already thinking thought, about that? Yeah, like, like if I hit this dude or hit any of them, I'm gonna get sued because I threw a punch and and throwing people. Cause he was like you said, he was tossing he them. Just them now, tossing them, <laughs> He was tossing them, but like you said, he never threw a punch. But back to what I say. Because I know you sent me a clip and somebody was like, yeah, this is the legend from Atlanta. I'm better than him at court. Whatever the case may be. Like, so what? I mean, when you're a Heisman Trophy, if you're so good, uh, you know what I mean? You, you're a grown man coaching 707. Uh, so, we, we, you know. I'm, 
this is this is this is my second act. What's your first? You ain't even got a first. Yeah. So we we not we not on the same level. We are not the same people. Well, well, matter of fact, you paid to be at my tournament. <laughs> you 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 True. paid me to be at my tournament. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like just walk away. But and and maybe I'm different and. I get being disrespected, you know what I mean? And, and us as human beings, us as men, I'm a man. And, like, but but you, you still have to have some level of security in who you are as a man. Yeah, you got to watch that I pride. Mean, as long as they, yeah, as long as they really talking greasy about your wife or your kids or your mama, even then it, it needs to be, you know, you still need to hold some type of restraint. But if they just talking about you as a player, man, who cares, yeah. whatever. Because what you have done, especially at Cam Newton, is solidified. You really did. Leave you gave MVP. them credence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, what we doing? Like, come on, man. Like, so, I don't know the full story. But it, it still shouldn't have gotten to that level. Because somebody need to walk away. And if I'm the man that's worth millions of dollars, I'm, the I'm one. cool. I'm going to be the one to walk <laughs> I'm away. I'm the one to walk away. I'm the, only one, I'm the yeah. only one in this conversation that has something to lose. It's Correct. obvious you have Correct. nothing to lose because you sitting there jaw jack on me. I'm gonna go and walk away. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because they said it started. Yeah, they said it started with some jaw jacking and says it, well, somebody posted that they since deleted that tweet. So I I don't know how, how true that was. Said that the other guy ended up saying something that got Cam heated and Cam put his hands on and grabbed him or whatever. I you don't see there's no video evidence that proves that. And uh, it, it, again. I'm the one that has something to walk away. I'm not going back and forth with nobody. And I, you know, even the talking about me, maybe even talking about my family, I'm probably just going to tell you to walk. I'm still probably going to walk away until you just don't put your hands on me. That's that. that don't exactly. put your hands on me. <laughs> exactly. You put, your, put hands your hands on, on me. Now we're going to have to go and prove something then. And, and you ain't going to like yes. how this ends out. But but long as you don't put yes. your hands on me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and step off because you ain't got nothing to lose. I do. <laughs> I got everything to lose. Correct. You ain't got nothing to lose, man. So, nah, hundred percent agree, man. Hundred percent agree. But I, I saw that. I was like, bro, you you didn't you didn't realize who you was walking up on, huh? Yep. No. <laughs> didn't end up in your favor when he started tossing you like that. <laughs> and then folks are like, do you know Cam Newton has played behind some of the worst offensive lines in history? You really think he really? <laughs> normal dudes <laughs> do you know what type of dudes have chased him in his lifetime <laughs> trying to cause bodily harm to him he really don't care about y'all <laughs> at all at all hey, this is no. so no. not not mad at him. <laughs> but I, I hope he was the one that actually Start put his hands on that guy yeah. first cause, yeah cause that's, that's, that's even worse like yeah. you're already in the altercation you're already in a match with words whatever's being said but you don't want to cause if cause okay so if me and you somewhere and you know me I'm gonna be like hey let's calm down print, let's go let's yeah. go dog but if somebody put their hands on you then yes I'm fighting <laughs> Well, it, it, so, you, know, you know, we we've we've referenced things in our past before. <clears throat> per- perfect example because for, in, in, I mean that, that's real. Like, yeah. that, that has happened before. Yeah, perfect example was 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 the infamous night we shared on this show uh, in Tuscaloosa at the Capitol party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh man, y'all 
y'all done started some stuff we probably shouldn't be in. Me and you was like, all right, we're not, I, I'm not going down like this with y'all. You, you shouldn't have got up there. You on stage, you pushing them. We finna back out slowly. But if a nuke decides to put his hands on us, all hell finna break loose. <laughs> this ain't gonna end well. Let me get to my truck real quick, and then we gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Just don't put your hands on. Yeah. Don't 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 put your hands. We we had that happen. Um, we had that happen in the Ford Ballroom, I think, one night too. Yeah. Yeah. You you can you can you can you can you can even talk me a little bit, but you put your hand. You don't. I mean, when I say don't put your hand, don't put your finger on my chest. Don't put your like nothing. Don't touch me whatsoever. Because then it's it all yeah it's not gonna end end good for you at all. That's one thing my captain told me because I had uh, me and my partner had had got a, a little situation and you know guy was trying to buck and and this was a little dude so you know I'm gonna secure the arrest but I'm you know I'm not gonna go above and beyond like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do what I need to do. But when my, my boss said this to me, it changed everything because that guy ended up having a gun on me. Mm. He, you know, like I said, he was resisting, but, you know. And then my, my boss told me, he said, Drake, you like the biggest person in this whole department. <laughs> when you put your hands on people, it needs to be immediate and as hard as it can be. And then you need to stop. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is you're giving me the green light to grease people up. He said, that's the way you want to take it. So from that point on, if I had to put my hands on somebody, even just to secure what? An arrest. I had instant controlled rage. And it was as violent as it could be to secure the arrest. Now, I'm not punching nobody, nothing like that. But like getting you on the ground and hey, I got to go home at night. You you, you so, hit you hit them with the Cam Newton real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go put you. I'm gonna detain you real fast, and then we done. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I want you to know immediately when I put my hands on you, you gonna like oh he oh he real strong. <laughs> oh, oh, I shouldn't. Have let, did me this. Just, let, this me just, let me just let me just let me calm down. Let me, me you know, let me apologize. I was wrong. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Yeah, I completely understand, man. So, <laughs> hey, man, hey, so, so very few people have seen me in that life. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I am so mild mannered and soft spoken, but you know, don't I push me. To, so, <laughs> so, don't push me. So, our, uh, our SWAT team would get, uh, you know, cops to kind of volunteer. They would do role play. And you know that we'd, we'd uh, go to a, a a high school or middle school or something, and they you know they have some rooms blocked off, and we would role play. And of course, uh, we would perpetrate as bad guys. They had different scenarios. Whether you know one scenario you might have a hostage, one scenario you might be supposedly in there cooking dope, but you got guns and this man. So they asked me to do it one time. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, what exactly do you want me to do when y'all come in to arrest? And we had like. Uh, you know, like it wasn't a, it, they were guns, but the ammunition was like paintball, but okay. it, it was a, it wasn't paintball guns, but it was guns. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? He's like, do what you need to do. You're a criminal. You're trying not to get caught. So if you're going to shoot it out, shoot it out. If you don't want to get arrested, if you want to resist, just know 
if you resist, you know, because this is real life, you know, training, they going to do what they need to do to subdue you. I said, cool. All right, I'm, I'm cool with that. Hold on. Let's that, just that, say. Hold on. That alone would have scared me <laughs> because you said, cool, and just walked away. Now I'm like, hold on, stop, 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 stop. Hey, Quasi, come back. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I only got invited that one. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I had SWAT team members come up to me saying, "Man, I didn't know you were that strong." And I'm like, "Well, you know, I." You know, this was this was. I was in my twenties. I was fresh off the team. I was in good shape. I, I actually played that over. You do understand that, right? Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we, you know, most people that we come across ain't gonna be like you, so we just <laughs> we just not gonna ask you to come. Like we going we gonna chalk this loss up, and we just ain't gonna ask you to play with us. Though. <laughs> yeah, and we don't take our ball to leave. So you just we appreciate it, but we don't appreciate it. And oh my it, god. It was, <laughs> That was one of the first times that I realized how much bigger I am over the average person and how much stronger I am over the average person because I was throwing them. I was really tossing them. And one guy came up to me, he said, man, I apologize as I hit you too hard. And my reply was, you was hitting me? <laughs> like really, like literally, and he was like, "You, you didn't feel me hit you?" I'm like, "No, nah, man, we good." And that was the last time I got invited. You are a large human being. You are. You are. And I, I, I'm and I you, forget I, that sometimes. I do thank you for because that. I, yeah, I forget that sometimes <laughs> because on the football team, I wasn't the biggest D lineman. There's a I lot of large known. human beings. <laughs> Large enemies everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, and I think. Do, so, do you also do? Do you have that problem where you forget how big your kids are? Because you got big boys too, like I do. I don't think they did. You don't see them around kids they age and rec- recognize that they big. Well, so with Tacoma, a lot of the kids that hangs out with. Or one or two years older than me. So, not me thinking, oh, this kid is two grades above him, and they just kids playing. Yeah. And they're just like, one of the kids came over to the house, and um, they're the same same size. And Chacon was in the second grade. That kid was in fifth grade. And now that I'm, now that we're talking about it, it's like, oh yeah, they, you know. They're the same, you know, that's, but me seeing them and them interact, it doesn't register like, oh man, Chacoma, a real big kid. Like, he just playing with other kids. I don't, I don't it don't register to me. Every picture. I see them every day, too. Yeah, I know. Well, not every day, because I'm in Mississippi, but you know, I see, you know, every, every picture, every picture Dylan's in uh, with his classmates, I'm like, they're like, which one's your child? The, the, the tall one. That's all I got to say, the tall mm-hmm. one. Because he, he's literally like, in some instances, Dylan is a foot to a foot and a half taller than some of the, some of the kids in this grade. Like, it, mm-hmm. like it's bad. Like it's like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dylan looks like he could step on the court right now and he, drop six. He, he really do. He really do. And if if he I mean, if, if he steps yeah, on the, 60. 
if he stepped on the court right now, I don't know if he'd stay for 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my we're, we're talking about doing for youth week here we're talking about doing a uh you know young folks versus old folks game and, and so one of my youth leaders is, you know was talking about it and dylan's like yeah but i'm kind of i'm kind of mad like y'all y'all won't if, like you're not even gonna ask me to play now because <laughs> they're telling me to coach he's like but dad i just i just want to be asked to play i said but dylan you can't no i know <laughs> And and my egotistical, you know, my egotistical middle one, uh, uh, Zach, he mad. He just he's like, there's no way I'm not in, I'm not a starter. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of ways you're not a starter. <laughs> he's like, no, no, t- tell me, tell me who's starting over me. I'm like anybody that plays basketball, <laughs> girls or boys, anybody that plays basketball. He's like, no, no. What you, you mean to tell me something? I'm like, yes. Yes, yes. Anybody that plays basketball starts over you, son. You are not good at basketball. You're just tall and big. That's it. That's all you are. (laughs) (laughs) Feelings are hurt. Feelings are real hurt. His feelings are real hurt. He he feels like he's a starter. And Dylan talking about, I just, I at least want to be asked to play. I want people to want me to play. I'm like, but I know you can't play though. <laughs> and the other bad piece is, I bought them a goal. They actually have a goal downstairs. Yep, don't matter. <laughs> do, do they not use it? Nah, they don't really. Dylan don't really. Dylan does not like really care for being outside for real. <laughs> it just, it ain't in mm. his DNA, man. It's not what he likes to do. Mm. Not with. Nope, my bad. D- d- y'all don't don't laugh at my son. All right. I, I appreciate mm-hmm. all the talented gifts my boys bring to the table. Dylan mm-hmm. likes to go outside to do sword or lightsaber training. Huh. So so he does, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, do you remember the movie Role Models? Vaguely. Uh, is that when, the kid when they did uh, the, like, the, the, kid, co- the cosplay or whatever? Yeah, and they would go out and, and have yeah. sword battles, but it was kind of like medieval yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He would, okay. I think, Dylan would love, something I can't remember the name of. He would love something like that. Yeah, but yeah. On that, he, yeah, he would love something like that on that scale. Yeah. The reason why he has several, several lightsabers is, again, so he was doing lightsaber training with sticks. And so one Chris, one year <laughs> during COVID, yeah, he finds really big sticks. And so during COVID, I said, I said, I'm going to build you a training lightsaber. And so I bought PVC pipe and, and handles and stuff like to, to make it look like, like that. And I built him a training lightsaber. And then he was trying to 3D print a real lightsaber. I'm like, hey, let's let's try building gotta, one together. Yes, <laughs> let's try building one. And so we built a lightsaber. I used uh, a piece of galvanized pipe. I did a, I bought some uh, a mini flashlight that could go in the end of the the galvanized pipe. Mm. And then I bought some clear plastic that's like four foot strips that we put in the other end. Like, it really looked really nice. It, I mean, we made a lightsaber, yeah. essentially. Uh, but I had to be very clear. I said, hey, this is not designed for your training regimen. Use the plastic one for your training. 
and just use this for the cool effects. <laughs> and, and then, Let me make this very clear. I am not laughing at your son because you know I love your kid. But just every time you say lightsaber training, this is how Dylan talks about it, dog. I'm, listen, uh, I want to highlight my growth. You know, people don't toot their own horn. I want to highlight my growth as a father. <laughs> and oh, and really goodness. leaning into what your kid, look. I've grown. I didn't to not want to make my yeah. kids mini me's, or the, uh, yes, I don't want to yes. make my kids be the image that I had of my kids. I want to make my yes, kids be yes. the best version of who they are. So I've leaned into this, yeah. son. I've leaned into this. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I appreciate you going the extra effort when you you know going down to the local supply store yeah. getting getting supplies yeah. and materials, and, and we're hey, talking I, through I, I the design. It. And I was like, about how long you think a lightsaber really is? And so we we trying to gauge it. I took one of the sticks and we're like, oh, all right, well, God. how much hand grip do you need compared to how much actually saber? Is that what I would call it? I'm like, is that the saber end? Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, oh, my yeah. goodness. And, uh, that so, is so funny. So two Christmases so ago, I end up buying him. They make, they sell um, like the, almost like the, the, uh, like the movie prop lightsaber. It wasn't. It wasn't cheap. Mm -hmm. It was like I. I, mm -hmm. I want to say it was like three hundred. It, but oh my goodness! It, it, it make the sounds and it changes all different colors for the lightsabers and everything. Yeah, yeah. So wow. he is really. He is really. So Dylan found Star Wars during COVID, <laughs> and he's all in. Like he's all he knows why like who gets what colors and why they get colors and and what that means and the, yeah he he got you know every the last two three Christmas like this Christmas I think he got four or five books on Star Wars on the different ships and all like yeah yeah he all in man yeah he all in I'm gonna cool. take, take him I'm gonna take him to one of these like Star Wars conferences something. or something. Yeah, yeah. But no, so Dylan was he passionate about something. Dylan would spend an hour outside doing lightsaber training. Lightsaber training. <laughs> I think you can get that on purpose. <laughs> so it is. It is oh not true that he doesn't like outside. It is true he likes outside doing what he wants to do. And I'm, yeah. dog. I, I think I, I don't know if I say the video. I have videos from my ring camera, dog. Like he outside, like. Like, <laughs> like, and like, he, going, he being all he can be. Yes. Like he is fighting stormtroopers. Like he is. Yeah. He is intent. <laughs> and Dylan would ask like. Can he do like, like little tricks with it and everything? Yeah. Yeah, man. He, he, you know, the proper technique, how you swing, where you swing, what's the combo moves. If <laughs> do you think he'd be interested in fencing? Nah, nah, it's not real. Nah, nah, nah. That's swords. That's different. Nah. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't intrigue. Is 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 he? He would be interested in fighting with lightsabers. That's what he'd be interested in. That's he's, he's not Gosh. lightsaber training for fencing. He want to fight with lightsabers. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So awesome. He found That's another awesome. company that sells lightsabers. He's bought a second one his, himself. 
Uh, so his, you know, we we when 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 Zach moved up a room and Dylan moved in, we redid his Zach's bed, uh, and I redid it for Dylan. So Zach had a big sports themed bed and all that stuff, and I redid it for Dylan, uh, for for Star mm-hmm. Wars. And so above mm-hmm. his, he got both of his two uh, two expensive lightsabers and. Uh, he got a, I think he got a Darth Vader helmet. Like he, he's, he's all in Star Wars now. Yeah, he's. And then I, I built him a display case with LED lighting and stuff to display uh, some of his Lego creations. Cause again, he, he used to he used to be big in Legos and kind of the phase out of that. But the ones that are like Star Wars ships and stuff, they're in a display case mm-hmm. in, in in his bed. Uh, yeah, man. So I, encourage you, dads. Um, it, it, I have, and again, Drake knows how I am. I, I'm real. I've always been real hard on my boys, just because uh, ultimately I also know one day they're going to become men, and I don't want to wait to the transition from boy to man to to start instilling mm-hmm. principles that make good men and not lazy men and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So I am. I'm very hard mm-hmm. on my boys. I understand that. But the things I have been willing to change or better understand is is what I said. I want to recognize how to grow them to be the best version of them, not the best version of the image I had of them. Because the image I had may not necessarily be who the Lord has created them to be. And so I don't know what's going to come out of all this, like say the the, the lightsaber, the Star Wars. I don't know. I may have a, a, a movie, you know, producer or something one day. I don't yeah, know what I'll have. Yeah. But I want them to believe that I always poured into what they and, and so I'm also very particular to spend just as much money and time in dealing in those things, even though they don't interest me as much as I spend with Zach in football and sports. Because I don't want them to believe I would I didn't care as much because it wasn't something I wasn't interested in. So taking him to chess club and and the lightsabers and Star Wars, me and him watched through the whole Star Wars. He didn't watch the whole Star Wars series like five, six, seven times now, bro. <laughs> so, That's cool, man. I, I, I'm just happy, you know, our kids can engulf themselves in something positive. Yeah. And I, I always want to encourage them to find their people too, right? Because like, there's other yeah. cats out here that like that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so find Y'all your people, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do want to take him to one of these like big, and, and, you know, the cost. And, and it's crazy because you know you know the neighborhoods we from, right? Them, if we being honest, right? Them, them the people we call weird. <laughs> that that like stuff like that to dress up and all that type of like that's stuff like that's weird. Um, but like I said, now as I'm growing kids, I'm like, well, no, it's not. And, and here's my here's my here's my end of show moment, right? If we be keeping it one hundred, most adults spend their whole life dressed up anyway. It's dressed up. We dressed up as something. You dressed up. You faking. We're we're acting. We're all being and playing some role in our lives today. That if we had our choice, it would not be the role we play. And so why are we so quick to to snatch our kids out of their their creativity in their era of be, of creativity to be able to throw them into this world of doing the exact same thing but we're doing it for somebody else. Yep. 
Yeah. And we spend 20, 30, 40 years of it playing that role yeah. <laughs> and yeah. being able to do that, man. So so I am. I'm trying to let them enjoy being their creative freedom uh, for as long as they possibly can. Um, you know, you see these videos of kids, you know, they interview kids at four or five, six years old, you know, dreaming, you know, talking about being a doctor, playing doctor, playing all these other things, right? They, they were creative, you know, and you have to ask yourself at what point did they stop believing that that's who they who they could be? Yeah. And either life or, or some adult came in and, and, and kind of smashed and, and, and put a, a, a stop to that creativity. Um, now, yep. I want them to understand what real world looks like, too. And there's mm -hmm. a healthy balance between real, you know, real life and, and, and creative. But I don't want to I don't want to kill their creativity. Um, but some days I do go in my room and laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my wife I'm like, really? <laughs> this is what we do in this but year. The, the, the funny thing about Dylan is because he looks like he can go out there and drop 60. Because <laughs> he ain't no small kid. I mean, like you said, he a foot taller than everybody else. So and, and you, that, that's what we do as human beings. We stereotype people off appearances. Yeah. So, you know, you see him like, you know, hey, if I'm oh, he got to be ball. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm getting him first. Yeah, that's, that's my first pick. And, you know, while we trying to run zone, he getting his lightsaber. <laughs> you, know, <that's, laughs> you know, he, he Dylan is 14 years old. He turned 14 in November and he is 6'4". That's crazy. That crazy. <laughs> six, three and a half, right at six, four. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh yeah. But he and he will do you in a lightsaber battle. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh yeah, he, Ch he, Chess, he he had got a, had a spell with Chess that, you know, he, he and and really, man, the, the you know what drives Dylan more than anything? Making money. That's, that's a good that's a good thing to Dylan, yeah. Dylan will probably be my entrepreneur, man. Uh yeah. I, I think Dylan first this fall, yeah, fall of the year. Uh, now I had to lay down some rules like, all right, you get caught and, and get in trouble, we gonna have a problem. But Dylan cleared, cleared three, four hundred dollars selling candy at school. Mm. He, he was a candy hustler uh, at school. Pushing the bag, baby. Yeah, pushing the bag. look, it, it was to the point <laughs> his mama got mad about this, but he had one teacher that would buy from him, and then tell the rest of the kids, if y'all need y'all candy fix, y'all better go holler at Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, son, you can't push yeah, to the teacher, dog. Uh, just, just be careful, man. Why can't? Why can't? <laughs> he like that. He, he like that. He came and asked me for it. I didn't offer it to him. <laughs> he came and asked me what I there had. You go. <laughs> he's like, he's one of my regulars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> he got that good. good. <laughs> he got the best. He got the best. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, look, we're getting some sports today, man. Uh, so again, NFL is is done. Football is over. It is that period of year. Uh, I'm trying to get my brain turned into to watching some NBA down this stretch. Um, it's 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 challenging for me. Uh, I, I still keep looking for football store. We got the combine coming up this week, and so I'm like, all right, I, yes. I, I really want to watch NBA stuff, but. But there's still football activities going on too, so it ain't all lost. Yeah. <laughs> and you know we got the USL, UFL, UFL, UFL. yeah, UFL now. Yes, they they about to start their season. 
kickoff is in two weeks, I think. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. It's close. I was trying to watch uh, NBA basketball, and I was just sitting there. Because you know my personality, I'm a deep thinker. I just think about stuff that don't make no sense. Like, why am I thinking about this? Like, I can sit there and watch a football game because, like, it's football. Everybody can't play football. But whether you're good or not, everybody can go to the rank and play basketball. Yes. And I'm like, I'm sitting here watching these guys play basketball. Like, why am I? And this, this is a real thought I'm having. Like, why am I wasting my life watching these guys play basketball? Like, I, I can get a couple guys to play basketball. Now, I'm not saying that we talented. And we, of course, those guys are uber athletic. I'm just saying, though, like, to, to I can watch go out, football. We, we can I, go to the act and, and hoop right now. Right now? <laughs> we, we can't get 22 guys right now and get pads and get football. Like, we can't do football. Like, and of course, I'm biased, you biased, because yeah. we're football fans. Yeah. But we can grab a couple of dudes, hey, y'all want to hoop right quick? Like, we can do that. But I'm watching guys hoop when I can go to the act or I can go to the wreck and I can hoop myself. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's a real thought I had. I'm like, I'm not watching this. And I, I, I put on a... What did me and my boys watch? Um, Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go. I enjoy. I, I'd rather watch Teen Titans Go than to watch college basketball right now. <laughs> and and one of uh one of, I think some somebody else said was talking about like even Steph Cur- like Steph Curry's um uh fandom not fandom celebrity I guess became popularity blew up. Mm-hmm. It was like because Steph Curry, everybody can. Again, not to the not to the level and quality, but everybody mm-hmm. can do what Steph Curry does really well. Shoot, it's like ain't nobody yeah. in here that can't shoot a basketball. Can you shoot it good? Yeah. No, but you can train. You can shoot enough shots. Like everybody can do. It ain't like dunking. It ain't you know. Everybody can't dunk, but like everybody yeah. can shoot. And I yeah. think I think that really adds to what you said. It was like. It's challenging sitting here watching and being now again the level of play competition all that stuff yeah yeah like these yeah, are superior athletes right yeah, I they, enjoy they it but don't look at us and think we thinking yeah like these are these are dudes nah. it's just not the same for me as watching football <laughs> it's not man it's not I can I can have a game on I can have a basketball game on in the background and stay on and play on my phone the whole time. Yeah, it's like I'm not locked in intently no. watching. No, it's just like, hey, nope. game on. Yeah, yeah. It's just background noise. Football, yeah. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is. At some point, I almost find myself watching the screen and just watching what's going on. Watching activity. What's the next play? What's, yeah, I mean, I'm going to lock in. <laughs> and this is why it's very rare that you see uh, mid-level to lower-level tier teams beating the likes of a Georgia or Oregon or Oklahoma or Alabama. Like, but in basketball, that's what makes March Madness so so watchable and enjoyable because you'll have Florida, Gulf Coast Atlantic or whatever it's called, yeah. you know, they knocking out the number one seed. Like, whoa, where did this come from? Like in football, that's not happening. That's not happening. Because everybody can hoop. But in basketball, it can. <laughs> everybody yeah. can hoop. Like, yeah, I got, yeah, yeah I, we may not have you no know, seven footers. 
You know, our tallest player may be 6'4", but if we keep going coast to coast, we can burn you out and we still can beat you. We can yeah. shoot enough threes that we can beat you. Uh, everybody is beatable yeah. any given day. Yeah, yeah. That's, yes, yes. Nah, I, I, I'm with you, man. It, it, it is, it, it's a tough season. So uh, I will watch the combine results more intently than I've watched some basketball right now. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Amen, and, brother. And, and, and then once, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say once, once the combine is over. But, but luckily for us, we have the USF. Yeah. The US. UFL. UFL. Oh my god. It's because they, they combine all that stuff. They, you know, they they, they should have took took one of the names and stuck with it. You know, you gotta make us know a new name this year. XFL <laughs> is so simple. Why, do, really why not just keep that? I, I don't understand why we could keep it. Yeah, we, we should have just yeah. kept that. But but thankful, thankful for that. Man, watching ESPN in the mornings, it's rough. Because it really all is. it is, especially I mean, you got your basketball highlights, and you know basketball highlights is, is good to watch. There's nothing about basketball, I and mean, and people, because I know we got a, a real big basketball fan that listens to us, Gotti. I know Gotti really loves basketball. I like basketball too, but I don't want to make it seem like I'm bashing basketball. Yeah, but like you can be up twenty points with two minutes to go and still lose. <laughs> Like you really could. Like, you know, really in the basketball game, you just need to watch the last three, four minutes, and you're good. Whereas in football, if you're up by 20 with two minutes, and I'm, I, I think it, it happened once last year or something, like, for that team to lose, like, some things have to drastically go wrong, and I want to watch those things. Yeah. But yeah. in basketball, guy misses a shot, come back down shooting three. Team miss another shot, you come back down and shoot a three. Oh, you stole the ball, now you make a layup. Like, that's... <laughs> Now that's a nine point swing. Is that what we're doing? I mean, uh, which took thirty seconds. Nine point swing. Like I, I just, I, I just, it just. And then college basketball. Up until March Madness, college basketball, man, it's it's torture to watch. We talking about a whole game. The end of the game is forty nine fifty one. What are we doing? What am I watching? Or even I give you this too, the, the, the NBA All Star game uh, last week. Like, dog, y'all literally scored what four hundred and fifty points, five hundred points. Like, who who is watching that? <laughs> what, like that, that big Drake? That's 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 what me and you did on NBA Live. I don't want to watch yeah. this. That's not. This is not entertaining, yeah. man. And I, I wonder in my we're head about. Yeah, we're talking. I was like, and I wonder in my head, have I correlated to the enormous amount of salaries in the NBA? Like, I don't, I don't know. And I, I ain't going to say that because I don't want to knock their money or nothing like that. But I'm watching cats again. They are superior athletes. But you are literally making like $50 million a year. Like, that is, this is crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm watching this. And <laughs> I remember when All-Star games, of course, hey, you we don't. We get you're not going to go 100 percent because it's a it's a fun thing. It's for fans. It's for you guys to to not be quote unquote competing against each other, but to have a little fun. But back in the day, it was still, you know, there, there came a point, uh, late third quarter, uh, mid fourth quarter, like, hey, okay, these these dudes playing some ball now. Yeah. And and now, I mean. The, 
the rule is the first to 200 points wins. <laughs> the first to 200 points. Man, you got to be kidding me. The first to 200 points? <laughs> I'm not watching that. And oh I didn't. My God. I didn't watch it. Yeah, because they still using ain't they the still, first to two hundred points. Ain't they still using that that algorithm? Or like they do math to figure out who wins that game. They do math because I think they take the score like at the end of the third or something like that, and divide by something and add by something. like it's something crazy. And so, like I say, yeah. that equated to this year, the first person to get the two hundred was the winner. Yeah. Who, who who wants to see this? I don't even. I, I, mean, I don't even watch the the slam dunk. All of, I didn't watch it. I didn't. This is this is the first. No, this may be like the third year. I didn't watch or record any parts of the All Star Weekend. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I didn't. I didn't watch any of. No, I didn't. Because like back in the day when Magic and Isaiah and the Mailman. I mean, like they were playing ball. Yes, you know, because it was also. A pride thing about bragging rights the East versus the West. We don't even do East West no more. Nope. We get the captains and they pick who they want. Yeah. Let's pick up all. Once again, I can go to the rack and pick some dudes and do what they're doing. <laughs> it's not even East versus West anymore. Nah, it's, it's, it's literally street ball. <laughs> it's pickup ball for dudes that make more money I would ever, could ever fathom in my life. They really do, dog. As I said, I'm like I wonder. I always wonder. I'm like, is it is it the salaries that really do the salaries add to me as to why I really don't care to watch much at all anymore? Because I mean, we we you know, we 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 shared this on the show. so so like, like I say the Sixers. So Saturday night, I mean uh, Sunday yesterday, we had the Sixers versus uh, it was the Sixers versus. Oh, oh, um, the Bucks. Giannis them. Dog, on that court, you had, let's see, one, you had four players, five, let me see, that's two on, two on that squad, and, yeah, man. So, yeah, I think, like I said, I think it was like two or three, let's see, one, two, yeah. dog, so, so, in that game, you had six players that make $25 million or more on the court at one time. Six. You had four that make $40 million or more. Like, it, I, I don't know. It, it's, that piece is tough. Unlike the NFL, and again, NFL, every game you're going to have two players that make $40 million or more. That's the quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got a lot of other cats that scrapping. You know what I'm saying? They they trying to get it. So I don't know if that plays a part into to some of this day or uh, lack of appeal for us or not. Um, college hoops, of course, well, ain't, ain't the same. My is, my mine is the the competitiveness, and I don't know if the NBA need to shorten season, make yeah. less games, or whatever, because it's football. Whether it's college or professional, like each game matters. Yeah. Like, j- just think if the Cowboys say, "Hey, we're gonna sit back this game for what, what the NBA call it, like rest or yeah. what, what, what are they, uh, low, low management. management, low management." Like what? What? So you have that going on in the NBA, and if you watch an NBA game, 
Like, okay, yeah, they hooping. They, 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 these are the best of the best in the world. But then once you get to the playoffs, you like, oh, that's why those guys ain't getting NBA. Like, to me, the defense is top-notch, yeah. the, the passing. I mean, everything is top-notch. Well, when you got 82 games and it's game 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, they open. Once again, I can go to the rec, pick four of the dudes. Another guy, he picked four of the dudes. We can, we can hoop too. Yeah. And even what, like, so you saw my instant blade, like, uh, my son was was tripping with Auburn. And I'm like, well, one, mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to wonder, is, is that a bit Bruce Pearl issue? I don't know that we are, we can, our teams don't ramp up and peak like they should, I wouldn't think. For, I, I'm wondering, can Bruce Pearl take us to a championship? Not sure. <laughs> don't want to change nothing. He's better than mm-hmm. we've ever had for basketball. Yeah, and yeah. and and we probably should have had one championship under him, but that's that's beside the point. I'm gonna let it go. But mm-hmm. I do wonder. But on the other, on the flip side, like he was like, yeah, we were running 13 and had one 13 in a row, and then we lost to I think we lost to Bama, and we lost somebody else. I'm like, but so I'm like, really? You just need to get in the tournament, so it really don't matter. That's it. That's it. <laughs> just won enough games to get into the tournament. Seating, yeah, depending upon you know who your t- uh, t- opponents are. It's like, but realistically, you just need to get in the tournament. Yeah, we've had people win from every position in the tournament, so it really don't matter. Yeah. We're gonna be straight. They may have needed that loss because you want to now it's really too early to peak anyway. So you kind of want to peak later. So like I said, I, right. I think that 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 does it is. It makes it hard to watch. Again, it's it's cool background noise for me right now. <laughs> I want it all, but I'm not going to pay a lot of attention. We had, I say we, but I had Ohio State and Michigan State on, maybe. And um, my wife had uh, cooked some food and we sitting there eating. And she normally, and this is going to sound chauvinistic and bad, but y'all will get what I'm saying if you're married and you're in the sports. She normally won't even ask. Hey, can I change the channel? She, she normally won't even, you know. Yeah, you know that's because for one, yes, for one, my wife is also a sports fan. Like yeah. she's in the football too. But she was like, "Can I change this? Because ain't nobody watching." I'm like, "Babe, do what you want." Well, you're right. Hey, you're right. Absolutely, nobody's watching this game. Put it on whatever you want to watch. You know what I mean? But that wouldn't even cross her mind. And not even if Auburn was playing, like that wouldn't even cross her mind if. Chattanooga, Tennessee was playing Georgia Tech, Georgia yeah. State. Yeah. If it was football, don't ask me. Yeah, I'm she, watching the game. Yeah, she wouldn't even ask that. Yeah, yeah I'm she watching. The game. Yes, yes, I am watching the game. <laughs> nah, absolutely, 100% agree, man. Oh, hey, speak, speaking of Georgia State, as a, a very randomness, Georgia State has a new new uh, head football coach. Um, yes, uh, Dale. Was it Dale McGee? Dale McGee. Dale McGee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn alum. Um, I did not know that. I did. Yes, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I did not know that. I, yeah. I've met him before. He played at Auburn. He was he was a DB, I think. I want to say uh, at Auburn. Uh, spent the last six seven years at Georgia, uh, doing mm-hmm. doing his thing for the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, yeah, uh, twenty thirteen. Uh, McGee was a, he was an analyst on that Auburn team, the national championship team, uh, and he moved he moved there straight off of. 
Oh, well, they don't show this. Why are they not telling me about his college football? Because maybe he just got a Wicca page. Uh, but no, he did. I, I read that somewhere this past weekend. That, because uh, I, I don't know that I knew that before, that he graduated from Auburn. He played running back at all. Well, he's the running back's coach. He's yeah. the running back's coach at Georgia, so. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. But, it, and it, it, Drake, it actually probably was about when we was in school, I think. <laughs> Can't even know. I'm, I'm, we went to school, I'd have, I'd have been, I'd have, he'd have been my teammate. McGee started his journey in 2002 as a defensive, uh, that's his coaching career. Uh, well, I was on the team. In, I know. Two, that, well, depending I, on what part of 2002. Well, that, that that was that was coaching. Now, let's see if he did. No, nah, because he. I think he went and played some. I think he may have played pro ball somewhere. He may have been right before oh. us. Uh, man, I swear. Let me see if I can. No, no, no. Yeah, he was way before us. He was on yeah. that. That he played at Auburn from '92 to '95. He was also he was on the undefeated '93 team. Okay, so that's that's the era he played in. Okay. Running back and DB, I think, is is the two, and then he went on okay. uh, and and started uh, started coaching or whatever. A- after all that, he he played some some XFL. He played a little arena football. He he played he played a couple places, but but anyway, so Dale McGee, man, new head coach at Georgia State. Um, so let me ask you this though. So Georgia State's head coach literally left in like two weeks ago. In the middle of spring football to go be the He's been an assistant coach with South Carolina. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, tight ends. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he coaching tight ends and maybe a, a co-office coordinator. He got some type of title. You know, some co-titles and run game coordinator and all. That's just title. That's it. That, that's a way for, for coaches to kind of make a name for themselves, earn a little extra cash flow, and because they got co- or run game or passing game, this to them, it'll help them get another job. That's all that is. Okay. Yeah. Bro. But, What, 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 what you think? Well, I, again, I, I don't want. I can't put you too much in there because I don't. I don't need. I don't need anything coming back up on us uh, with, with decisions for our own self. But I, I, I guess, and I, I want to say I, I'm sure that that was a tough decision because I think any coach goes in. Hopefully, you build a love and support for your players and stuff like that. But dog, to 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 just up and like. To dip, I guess you got to take the opportunities when they come, even if they're not opportune times. Well, Sean, um, and that's 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 the that was the former. Yeah, Sean Elliott. Yep. Yeah, he he he. Um, I want to say he played at South Carolina back in the day, but think about this. So he 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 was on their staff for a long time. Yep. When um, what's his name? That was at Florida. They went to South Carolina. They uh, up and left in the middle of. It. Why can't you think of his name? My, uh, Muschamp. No, no, no. Before him. Old guy. Old oh, ball Steve coach. Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. So he was there under Steve Spurrier. Okay. Like he, 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 he'd been there for a while. Then when Steve Spurrier left, he was the interim head coach. Like, that's that's how highly they think of him. 
they he thought he he actually won some games when Steve Spurrier left, but okay. they thought or he thought he was gonna get the head coaching job. Then they hired Muschamp, but it was one of them deals where hey, you gotta keep him. Like yeah. he he's gonna be here. So he did one, maybe two, but I know at least one year under Muschamp, and then he took the Georgia State job. And he actually, I mean, he he's a good head coach. He turned, I mean, you know, he Georgia turned State Georgia State to a, a good program. Yes, yes. But he's been the head coach at Georgia State for like four, five, seven years. Maybe even longer. Seven, seven years, yeah. He never moved his family from South Carolina. Ah, yeah. They said. Yeah, it, so, I just read something. They said he he's he's a he is from Camden, South Carolina. So he a native South Carolina. Yes. Yes. Okay. He he's South Carolina through and through. Okay. But the the messed up part about this. Like, when you a head coach, and, hey, I get you got to do what's best for you and your family. But part of being a great leader, especially in this position, you got other people's family you somewhat have to worry about. Yeah. Because, like, when Saban left, and Saban said it, whether it was some BS, you know, we, we, we talked about that a little bit. We probably think, you know, because of the NIL and, and all that stuff uh, played a role into it. But he said, you know, had a lot of people's lives that I had to think about before I made my decision. But when he made his decision, it was shortly after the national championship where people still had opportunities to find jobs. And yeah, he did it early. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like you talk about, we the in the middle of spring ball. Yeah, man. And you going to dip? And you know like that we're in the middle of spring ball, and you gonna dip. And that doesn't help the incoming coach because he can't go and get top quality coaches. Well, I ain't gonna say top quality yeah. as in, insinuate that the people. But he can't get who he wants. Yeah, his best, his best, his best route is to keep your staff. Yes. Whether I, whether we and we he, mesh together or not, I gotta deal with. I gotta use what I got because they it may be the best options I got right now. But but he's still gonna bring in some some of his people that he yeah. just won't. Yeah, yeah he, and then whomever what position or what role that was, that dude out of a job. Yeah, that's and it's late to find a job. I, that that's the part I was kind of you know feeling a little too like man, it just it sucks for the players, but it also kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying to me for you know for the coaches and and the other people who who yeah. are dependent upon that man. So, well, you know, think about, you know, we, we've seen several head coaches. Uh, and it's a trend that we're not used to. We've seen here lately several head coaches leave head coaching jobs to become position coaches at other places. Yeah. We saw that South Alabama. We saw that Buffalo. But once again, those things happen shortly after the national championship game. Uh, Auburn, so Auburn picked schools, up, picked up uh, Jack. Uh, what We took Jackson State. What did the head coach at Jackson State? No, 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 no. We took the head coach from one of HBCUs that came to be a position coach at Auburn too. So it's it's, it's it happens, and I'm not knocking him for doing that, but the I timing. am knocking him for doing in the time. Yeah. And okay, you take another job. Well, you're not even taking another head coaching job where you can take your staff with you. You're taking a position job. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a real messed up situation, man. My brother told me this long ago when I very first started getting into coaching. He said, "Coaching is a beautiful profession, but it's a shh business." Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 
It, it looked like he took a he he took a kind of a uh, a, a salary cut. I mean, George, he made more George State than I expected this salary to be, uh, based off some other information. He made a million dollars. He made about eight hundred thousand. Is what it was showing. Eight hundred thousand okay. was the salary. Okay. He making seven fifty to go to South Carolina. Mm. I, I, but see, in his mind, I know because you know I used to I would work all them camps. Yeah. I spent a lot of time when he became the head coach. I spent a lot of time at Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Well, in his mind, he thought, okay, they didn't have much champ. You know, they retained me for a year. I'm gonna go do my thing at Georgia State, and I'll be the next head coach yeah. at South Carolina. Well, that didn't happen. So his heart has always been at South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, and I believe. His motivation, you know, of course, if you're a head coach, you want to win. Like, come on, now you, you ain't taking no job not to win. But I believe his game plan was, I'm a killer at Georgia State. I'm going to beat some people I shouldn't beat. And he did. He did. He almost beat Auburn. He beat he Tennessee. Beat Tennessee. Yeah. He beat Georgia one year. If I'm not mistaken, he beat Georgia, I think. But his whole plan was, South Carolina gonna come scoop me up because if I can do this at Georgia State, they know what I, I can come back and do for them. Program. Yeah. Come on, now. yeah. And I guess he got to the point where it wasn't gonna happen because now old buddy up there, he's doing pretty well. He like, well, and I guess I go back. I can get back. back <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask this other one then. But by the same token, we got Chip Kelly leave UCLA to be it from head coach to go be the o- OC at Ohio State. Yeah, that's crazy. That one didn't make no sense to me either. I don't get it. Unless unless UCLA had kind of already told him, hey, this your last year. And he was like, well, you know what? Or I'm going to go ahead on and dip. I'm going to go up here where I know I can get this bread. Or do they know, that? does he know that Ryan Day is on the short straw up there at UCLA? Yeah, at like, State. hey, you come over here, you turn this offense around, we'll make you the head coach. Like, yeah, I ain't think about that to just then. Yeah, that make more sense. That make more sense. And I, I mean, I personally rather be the head coach at Iowa State than you say that. I agree. I agree. That make more sense. Okay. Okay. I smell what you're cooking now. That, that very well. I just, <laughs> when I saw that one, I was just like, why? Now, again, it got us another black uh, Division Five, Power Five head coach. Because uh, UCLA ended up hiring the black dude as, as they they coach. So, in one fell swoop, hey, and that's you know you know want to want to make sure we highlight that to here because we're at the end of Black Kingdom, History Month. Kingdom, we haven't. We have, oh, we was having technical difference. Oh, I was. Say they won't yeah. talk, say, say I, something. I, was like, <laughs> I, I think okay. at least it got us back. Uh, we want to celebrate this because we at the end of Black History Month. Uh, this coaching cycle has put far more black coaches back on the football field in head coaching position. Mm. So we got Michigan's mm. new head coach is black now. UCLA's head coach is black. Uh, Georgia State's new head coach is black. Uh, in the NFL, mm. we got what? Didn't we hit four of the eight openings this year? Yeah, we got Atlanta. Uh, help me out. What else? Is uh, no, we got Atlanta. Black head coaches. You know what? Uh, and I'm, I'm going, you know, we just talking about coaches. And I, I, Mayo, I, I, Mayo was Okay. Why did South, I mean, excuse me, not South, but uh, San Francisco fire Steve Wilkes? So I have what they said and I have what I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said. Because it seemed like it came out of nowhere. It really did. They said that there had been a lot of friction 
You know, because so so D'Amico Rhymes was the head was the DC before. Of course, D'Amico mm-hmm. the went did an amazing job. They said Steve Wilkes came in and like a lot of the players didn't really jive with Steve Wilkes, period. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Okay. So supposedly like a lot of players was like, yeah, we co- we coach for that. We we play we play under that dude over there. That's like how they refer yeah. to him. Like they they really didn't jive. So kind of word on the street, they they, they the, the front was in in the course of the official press conference, like just differing in coaching of pit styles, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I believe my feeling is the golden kid still didn't get to get done, crap the bed yet again, and you had to have a fall guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause cause even yep. if y'all don't jive, like dog, he replaced a young coach. That was really, really successful. And that's evident because he mm-hmm. went and became a very successful head coach in his first year. But we mm-hmm. only got a year to do it. I didn't have my yeah. staff in. I didn't get a chance to probably fully implement because y'all probably told me I couldn't change a lot of the verbiage because you were winning. So you didn't want me to touch a lot probably. And so essentially you gave me the keys to a borrowed car. You never let me put my impression on anything. Yeah, it mm-hmm. probably didn't work well. But that again, the I mean, beautiful went to the part Super Bowl. Of, yeah. So how, how much in, in the Super Bowl we held a very potent offense to 19 points during the regu- in the regular uh, uh, during regular regulation. So yes. how 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 bad did it suck? That that's my feeling for it. I, I feel like the Golden yes. Kid they had to have they they had to have a fall guy and they picked Steve Wilkes to be to be the fall guy there. <laughs> Now, I have heard that he can be difficult to work and play for. I, I have heard that before all this happened. And, but, and, and he didn't keep a couple of jobs. And that may be that may be some credence that because what what he was the uh what he the interim in Carolina and they didn't make him the permanent? Yep. He was and the interim that, at the Cardinals? He, or he had the Cardinals you know, job, he? was he? the head coach. Yeah. yeah, he was the head for, coach. For one, one year? year. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him. Yeah. So sometimes, and, I, I, and I, I'll admit that, sometimes it ain't always a black issue. True, true. But it, it just seemed like... That one seemed not You right. know, <laughs> like, he did a good job. Like It appeared he did. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, it appeared he did. Sometimes. I wish y'all could see what I'm looking at right now. I am stopped at a stop sign, stoplight in Selma, Alabama, in front of a Regents Bank. There's a black man dressed in all red, red t-shirts, red pants, red shoes, and he is thrusting and he on the phone. He doing gun gestures with his hands. He, he's very animated right now. Like, what in the world is going on in Selma, Alabama right now? Older, I wish y'all could see this because y'all not believe Older or younger? He about 40. He dancing like he behind some strippers or something. He thr- like, oh, God. Let me get the hell out of here. That's the way I'm feeling. That just messed up my whole vibe. I look over. He juking and dancing and on the phone. Like they had a lady trying to walk into the bank. She got scared. She just turned around and looked. Is he doing was he doing the baby car? <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listeners, this weekend, uh, Quace and his wife blessed our spirit by sending us a video of young Kai. 
who felt the urge uh, to uh, to to hit them with some of smooth groove dance moves. Um, <laughs> that that was a lot of gyrating and 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 protruding of his uh, thrusting of his pelvic area. Uh, apparently, un un. Uh, 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 just just off the cuff, he's he decided that this is yeah, what it was unsolicited. Yeah, unsolicited, it it became the moment, and he gave him the moment. <laughs> he did. That was so funny. It was so funny that I, he he was doing it, and it was so funny. I'm like, Ooh, let me let me record. And you know, normally when you do that, they like stop. once you start recording, they or stop. once yeah. they realize you're recording them, yeah, they stop. Baby Kyle was trying to be all he can be. He was getting it. He was giving it to him. So, <laughs> hey, so black coach in the NFL this year. We added uh, Morris, uh, Raheem Morris at, at the Falcons, which I think was a mm-hmm. great hire. I think he really fits the culture mm-hmm. of Atlanta as well. Uh, Jared Mayo with the uh, with the um, Patriots. Patriots. And mm-hmm. uh, Antonio Pierce with the Raiders. And those are mm-hmm. added to yeah. Mike Tomlin, Todd Bowles, D'Amico Ryan's. And of course, they give us credit for Mike McDaniel's because he's biracial. I, that I don't think any of us knew until he was hired that he was biracial. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, Canales, the one they hired for the Carolina job, is is Mexican American. Uh, and then okay. Robert Sala is like Lebanese or something like that. So, so we get we get credit for a lot of people of color right now. And I think in the NCAA. Yes. Um, I can't remember how many. Oh, I didn't realize Derek Mason got a new head coaching job. Did you know that? Yeah, he's at Middle Tennessee. That's where uh, Kendall Simmons went. He's the O-line coach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, So, yeah, Derek Mason was added. Uh, Fran Brown was headed as Syracuse's new head coach. I don't know who Fran Brown. Oh, he's Georgia Bulldogs DB coach. Okay. Sharon Moore took over, uh, and then the uh, and then we just mentioned the Georgia State coach. Oh, and the UCLA Mm -hmm. coach happened uh, since this article was written as well. So 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 we had a we. This has been a good cycle, man, for for black black coaches. Uh, It is just a shame that we still have to we still have to track it like this. (laughs) About time. About time. Really, really a shame that we still have to track it like this, man. So. So yeah, um, so we talked about the combine, talked about the NFL. Hey, franchise tags is going on as well. Uh, they talking about franchise tag and T Higgins. Uh, let me ask you something, man. There, somebody made this comment. If you are the Vikings, somebody said they would take um, Kirk Cousins over Kirk Cousins on a two year. 40 40 million dollar a year contract over Russell Wilson on a on a 5 year 40 million dollar contract not 40 million a year 40 million dollars total contract Financially, I can't I can't see that. All right, let me, okay, just player for player, would you take Kirk Cousins over Russell Wilson? Oh, that's that's really a tough one because 
because I know what I'm getting because. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being a good teammate, working out down the middle of the plane. Like, we see Kirk with his shirt off and a, you know, gold chain on, getting it up with his teammates. Like, his teammates love him. And even going back to Seattle days, it started with Percy Harvin. And we thought Percy was tripping. We thought Percy was acting like a diva when he was calling out Russ. But as the years have gone along, we're like, Huh. Maybe he it's probably Russ. was correct. Yeah, maybe it looked like it's Russ. So, like I said, financially that doesn't make sense to me. But just player for player, I think I'm with it. Like, like at the Saints, because I think the Saints right now can win now. But we don't have a quarterback. I take Kirk Cousins right now. <sighs> yeah, Kirk throwing to y'all targets would be something special. But I, I think y'all have a, I think y'all have wins. a better quarterback in the building. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I'm, I'm ready for James to start. Let's, let's, let's get James to do his thing. I think y'all have a better quarterback already in the building. <laughs> than, than I agree. Call. I agree. I agree. Which okay? Would you take? Would you take Russell Wilson over Kirk over Derek Carr? Yes. You would. Okay. Yes. I, yeah, I was I was struggling with this one, man. I guess, it, to your point, I guess I should believe what Russ has shown me because everybody yeah. else can't be wrong. I mean, not everybody. Yeah. Everybody wrong? But, man, I had a heart. I, I don't know. I, I think I still hold a lot of ill will toward Kirk Cousins. It is not his fault. That wasn't his that wasn't his I fault. I know. It's not he his fault. I know, I know. I know. I know. But you know, you know how I hold on to these type things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the, the days in Seattle, of course, Russ made some good plays. And Russ, if I'm not mistaken, he as far as quarterback rushing yards, he he holds the record. So he, he's a good player, but was it a really good offensive line, a really good run game, and a I'm going to say a damn good defense that helped him be who he was. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to let y'all have I'm this. I'm asking. I, I don't know. I the, the square thing always gets to me, right? Because I'm like, I mean, is, a square, is being a square a bad thing, right? But you also did have to wonder, no, you know, how much is it? Is it more than just a square? Is it like say, like when 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 old buddy showed up at Denver, like, hold on, you're not getting your own office, you're not like, okay, yeah, all right, I got you, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know, Kingpin, don't kill me, don't shoot me. Yeah. All right, so we just talked about Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. And how he likes all this other stuff. Yeah. And but that's okay. Dylan is a pleasure. Dylan is a pleasure to be around. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's a pleasure. To be around. So even for folks that think the stuff he likes is square, he's still somebody yeah. you still enjoy kicking it with. Because Kirk Cousins, have, have you watched the uh, the documentary on um, Netflix? The QB? quarterback? No, I never. QB. I did never watch that one. So I mean, I don't. I don't see how you get more square than Kirk Cousins. Really, you know what he does off the field? He is strictly a family man. Which you know, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm cool I'm, with I'm that. Leading yeah. that. He going straight home. He ain't going to no night. Like, but he can kick it with his players, with his teammates, and his teammates respect him. He so, do that and still ain't disconnected from his teammates. Exactly. Uh, I got you. 
So what's going on with Russ? Well, people can't stand me. And people feel the need to speak on me. Okay, let me all right, so let, had, let me ask you this then. Because mm-hmm. in my head, there's places I thought he should be. Where where then mm-hmm. does does a person like Russ say Russ doesn't change? Where does a person like Russ fit in the NFL? What team do you think he fits on? And that won't be a detractor from their success. Or does is there a team? Uh, it could be the team of me by me as the I'm the only one city because it's not going to work. Like, you have to have – think about this. So a couple of years ago, I guess last year, last year we talked about um, – I guess not last year because Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback yeah. even though he got hurt. But the year before last, when Zach Wilson was the quarterback, he was arrogant. Oh, he was, he was throwing people under stuff. the bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dog. His teammates started wearing T-shirts with the backup quarterback's name on it. (laughs) Yep, yep, remember that. Yep. Like, as a quarterback, you have to have the respect of your team. You have to. Okay, let me throw this. uh, I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Like, the quarterback position, whether whether it should be or not, but, like, you are automatically – a leader because of what that position holds. Like, you're the leader of the team. It's your team. And if you're not the leader of the team, the players still need to have the utmost respect for you. But when you got people that don't even want to be around you, whether it's game day or not, <laughs> now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to bash Russ because he is who he is. But I do think in order to be a good leader, and in good leadership, everybody's not going to like you. That's right. But people will respect you if That's you have right. the best yeah. interest at everybody at hand. Yeah. So okay, yeah, there you want something to change. Yeah, you 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 want to do lightsaber training on your off days? That's cool. Ain't no problem. That's cool. But when we come in this building, get ready to prepare for another team. Like we all need to be in the same boat together. You can't have your own office. You can't have your own nutrition team that's separate from. Like you, you already are separating yourself from everybody. Yeah. Like you can do all. You can have your folk, kind of like Tom was. Tom had all those other amenities, but they were actually yeah. available to everybody. Like, hey, I found this great dude that really does this for me. I love for anybody else to try. On my dime. Don't even worry about it. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, here is the one spot I believe Russ then. I'll say this. I believe then there's only one spot left for Russ to go and be successful. Mm-hmm. I think Russ as the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback becomes successful again. And actually puts them on the, on the on track to be the to, to go to the promised land. And here's a couple of reasons why. One, the culture of Pittsburgh is stronger than any personality to come in there. Because mm-hmm. it, it it, it's proven time and time again. Because if not, you're just gone and we don't even talk about you no more. Like, and we don't look mm-hmm. back either. Antonio Brown, when he when he became bigger than the culture, holler at you, not think twice. You gone. Yep. Old buddy now, there's nothing up. He brought out of there this offseason. You either going to fix it or, yep. we, or, we, or we don't need you here. So, so one, I think the culture is bigger than, than Russ. Two, I believe Russ, from what I think I know about Russ as a person, 
I believe Mike Tomlin is one of those coaches that will demand and earn his respect at his level, the way that he needs to respect somebody. I think old buddy came to Denver's like, you gonna respect me because I'm the damn head coach. Yeah. And said, screw you. And so I don't think that was ever gonna work, right? I think Pete Carroll earned his respect. I think Mike Tomlin is one of the few head coaches in the NFL that can actually earn Russ respect and they build a partnership to restore whatever it is Russ needs to do to get back to the level of success he's seen in his early career. I agree. And I think he's a far upgrade over everything Pittsburgh could ever have come in the building. Yes. Or unless unless Pittsburgh gets her cousin. <laughs> because this is the first time since Mike has been the head coach that, like, the owners was like, um, no, we love Mike, but, you know, we, we, we tired of waiting. You know, whatever needs to happen, it needs to happen soon because we're tired of waiting. Because what? it's been some meek years. Now, now, okay, so, yes, he's never had a losing season. He's almost made it to the playoffs every year, right? Or has yep. he made it to the playoffs every uh, year? Almost. I think there was one year he didn't. One or two years he didn't make it. Yeah. So, I mean, but if if you're the organization like the Steelers, kind of like the Cowboys, like making it to the playoffs ain't enough. I, I'm going to take it even further. Like Jones, like the situation I'm in right now. Yeah. Making yeah. it to the playoffs is not enough. We yeah. do that every year. We got to win this thing. Yes. Now, we got to win. Well, with, now with that being said, Drake, I believe now again taking just the teams, right? Not not individual players. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. for Pittsburgh, Russell Wilson gives me a better chance to actually win it all than Kirk Cousins. I don't believe Kirk Cousins could ever win anybody win it all with anybody. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Again, that may be bias talking. I don't believe Kirk Cousins could ever mm-hmm. win it all. Either he gonna get hurt or something like I, I just I don't believe Kirk Cousins could ever win it all. But it's not his fault if he gets hurt. I, I got you. I got um, but it don't change that it, it things just always seem to happen. True, true. No matter where he's been, no matter how great the team was, I think he'd had teams with the best defense in the NFL since he's been at the Vikings. He's had phenomenal, you know, he has teams with phenomenal offensive weapons all around that, you know, nobody can outscore. But yet, we've never even seen him in a conference championship. Ever. I, I just don't think, I, I think, I think he, Kirk Cousins would have the best, better regular season with the Steelers. But I think I trust Russ to get me to a championship before I could Kirk with that team and Mike Tomlin. I, I, I could see, I could see that. I, I could see both of them. I, I'm, I'm not as hard on Kirk as you are, yeah, and it's yeah. all, the way I'm talking, it sounds like I'm hard on Russ. I just feel everybody that ain't lying, especially <laughs> yeah, at, at, at that position. Like you play O line, D line, even the DB, and nobody likes you. Like who cares? Just lockdown ain't number one receiver. Oh, I, 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 I can't less if I like it, but yeah. lock down that dude. Do your job. Well, Make sure you don't, you don't yeah. do that to me. At quarterback, people got to like And look at how Buffalo started the season. They kind of finished strong at the end and made the playoff, but Buffalo started rough, 
And the reason why I think it started off rough, rough, is because we know in the offseason, Stefan was like, man, I ain't talking to that dude. <laughs> and tell he apologized to me, I ain't talking to that dude. Remember that? It did. And, and look how the look how the beginning of the year started. Yeah. But like, well, if you want those one on our team, talk to the F in on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember, even Stephen, they came out with a post like, I know some inside sources that Stefan Diggs went out of <laughs> So, hey, the quarterback position, you got to be like, yeah. yeah. And I, I think what you call him is, is one of the few people that could help Russ figure that out and restore and bring the thing back. I agree. I think he need Mike Tomlin as much as Mike Tomlin need him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a, hey, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. I am too. And man. when I heard that, I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I, I just, I hope he can, you know, you know, go deep into the playoffs and not win it all, but at least go deep into the playoffs to win, to keep, to retain his job. Because, you know, we, we kind of forget. Like, he's been there like 20 years. Yeah, man. He's the longest. It don't seem like it's been that long, but he's been there a grip. With Belichick gone, he's the longest 10-year coach, ain't he? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, so let me ask you this, too. Would you give Baker Mayfield $35 million to be your quarterback? No. (laughs) Nah, he did a very, very, very good job. At Tampa Bay. But see, I view Kirk, excuse me, I view Baker, uh, Baker like you view Kirk. Like, <laughs> I don't think Baker, and not to his point, because I know we were hard on Baker, especially me. Like, I, I'm real big. Like, once again, at that quarterback position, people have to like you. His, his team and like his teammates Cleveland, like him. Yes, they do. Yeah. But, you know, when he was at Cleveland talking greasy and like, hey, he, he, he has some humble pie. I think. He turned it around, unlike what we saw in Johnny Mills, Johnny Manziel, when yeah. Johnny couldn't turn it around. Like he couldn't. He, like now, I know he's been on uh, close Shea Shea and all yeah. that. And he he sees about, the faults of his yeah. actions. Yeah, but now it's, it, I mean, it's too little, too late. Not for you as a human being, but for you as a football, football player. player. Like yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Now that you're out the league and not playing the ball, of course you see the error in your ways. So yes, that's that's a great humbling thing. So. I do think he has flipped the script and rewritten the narrative of who he is, but just him as a player, we're talking strictly his playing ability. I don't think he can win it all. Yeah. I think he's a good quarterback to get you uh, some, like, a, you'll, you'll get to the first round of the playoffs. In the division they in, Hell, yeah. You win that division. Yeah, you make the NFL, NFC championship, really. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah. I, I just don't see. Yeah, I, and, and I could be wrong, you know what I mean? But I, I just don't. I, make, like, when, even going back to college, when he won the Heisman, I don't think he deserved to win the Heisman. No, no. I, and, but again, I think his personality. I, I don't think we care for his personality and who he is. I, I think he, but, he's okay, the epitome that's of that, changed, that white entitlement, too, though. Yeah. But I do think he's grown. He's I grown agree. He, he, he's, he's the, I, I think I really I – I have a hard time that the average 
I have a hard time that 35 to 40 million is the going rate for an average quarterback nowadays. Yes, that's what I think you're at. I have um, a tough time my, with that. <laughs> my, uh, my former DC said this, this, this phrase to me my first year, and I've been using it ever since. Oh, he just averages good. <laughs> I mean, cause yeah, they gave what you call him thirty million last year. Um, what's up, buddy? The black dude out there at Seattle. Oh, uh, oh, I see his face. He went ahead on a retire, didn't? He? No, no. The black quarterback. Yeah. Um. I thought he retired after this. Teddy, yep. Teddy Bridgewater. No, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater did, but no, he it was Gino. Gino it was Gino. Yeah, yeah Gino. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Dog, I have a hard time he with this. He had a pretty though. good year, though. But and, and that, pretty that pretty good year earned him thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, dog, I have a hard time with that. <laughs> Daniel Jones yeah, got paid forty million dollars. It, it seems like like that's the way of the world all of a sudden. Like ever since after the pandemic, like I was watching a YouTube video. I kind of I kind of like watching car reviews. Yeah. Like I'll sit there and like that's that's what I watch all night. <laughs> Different car reviews. Well, a guy was on there talking about how he had a you know side by side the same vehicle. It was a twenty twenty one. Or even a 2020 Ford F 250. Oh, it was priced at like fifty six thousand dollars. Yep. Well, the twenty fours is like eighty thousand. It is base. It's like it's two years, nothing. three years. Eighty million. Where did this come from? Yeah. Yes, like what, 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 what? Like that's not like that's a million percent increase. I, I, I canceled so, my electric F one fifty because when they sent me to be able to build my truck. Building, I, mm -hmm. I think I had. I only, I think I may have had leather, but nothing. Like I got the mid tier model, building it mm -hmm. out, and it was going to be ninety two thousand dollars. I'm like, I cannot pull myself wow. to pay ninety two thousand yeah. dollars for a mid level. This ain't the luxury, like mid level truck. Yeah. I can't pay ninety two thousand yeah. dollars. And like I said, yeah. my 2019 Titan out there was forty two when I forty eight when I pulled it off the lot. Twenty nineteen, yeah. yeah. and we're talking about twenty twenty two. Like no, I'm not. No, yeah. no, no, no. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that has also happened in football. In football, yeah, man. A quarterback have a good year, and it, it really it, it's funny how the position. And yeah. you know, we both agree. I think everybody who knows football at any level of football, my level, Pee Wee, like you got to have a quarterback. Like you just like the, the team that normally wins the Super Bowl. The team that normally wins the championship usually has a quarterback. You got to have a quarterback. So I get that. But we looked at, we've seen the increase for quarterback. Like you said, Daniel Jones has one really good year because he was million. on his way out the league. 40 million. They changed head coaches. He had a good year. Now he's making 40. But the running back position has decreased in value. Yep. He had to beg to get 10. Yeah. He had to beg to get 10. And, I, and say, hey, I want to be a giant for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'd like to be. <laughs> nope, we don't need you. Please, please. We had, please. There's 19 quarterbacks this year that made $25 million or more. 
Jimmy Garoppolo made $25 million last year. Geno Smith, I said 30. Geno Smith said 25 million. Ryan Tannehill was paid $29.5 million last year. Wow. Derek wow. Carr. Hold on, Jerry Goff, yeah. who had a far better season all these, production and success on the field, $33.5 million. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, $35 mm-hmm. million, fully guaranteed. Derek Carr, mm-hmm. your quarterback, made $37.5 yeah. million last year. In the first yeah, year of his four-year $150 million deal. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Talk that like this is this And I was so excited to me. when he signed. I was excited. <laughs> I don't even believe – look, and I, this goes to my own team. I don't believe Dak Prescott deserves the $50 million they talking about paying him. Like, what have you done for $50 million? Yeah, that's a lot, bro. That's a lot. Like fifty million? Yeah. <laughs> fifty million. Duh, like, bruh, let, let, let me so I, I'm gonna keep going up this list. Matthew Stafford at 40 million, Dak Prescott at 40 million, Aaron Margins at 37.5 million dollars. Daniel Jones at 40 million. We got three quarterbacks at 40 million. Here's the top teams. Mm. Josh Allen at 43 million. Josh Allen eats. Okay. He ain't gonna he ain't won a championship yet, but production, what he put his body through, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. I can live with it. I can live with Josh Allen being in the $40 million range, right? To me. Mm-hmm. I still think that's too much for a quarterback, but whatever. If that's the market, mm-hmm. I can I can live with him being in the market. Patrick Mahomes is at mm-hmm. number eight at $45 million. Number eight now, $45 million. Yeah. No question who should be number one, but he's at number eight, 45 million. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson at number seven with 46 million last year. Mm. Deshaun Watson. Okay, you didn't know what he was going to do. Mr. Hand Towel, but whatever. Dog, Kyler Murray is at number six with 46 million dollars. Yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson, number five, 49 million dollars. Mm. And here's where you really started reaching as well. Again, I took you to this the next one. I took your team to a Super Bowl. You finna had to pay me. I'm all off this cheap rookie salary. You finna had to pay me. But they decided mm-hmm. to pay Jalen Hurts $51 million. Wow. $51 million. Wow. Lamar Jackson, $52 million. Again, if the market is this. He is a generational talent. Nobody else in the league does what he does. Kind of like I said, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Ain't nobody else do what they do. Okay? I think Lamar, if anybody going to get 50, Lamar, Patrick, Josh, I'm with it. Joe Burrow. Oh, Aaron Rodgers making a lot of money, too. Yeah, he had 37 and a half. Joe Burrow, 55. Joe Burrow, number one, 55 million. To me, Joe Burrow is is a throwback to one of them them old greats. I'm 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 good. Joe Burrow took a one win football team to to a Super Bowl. I think Joe Burrow on it. Here's the other one, number two. I don't think deserves this money they paying him. Number two is Justin Herbert at fifty two point five million dollars. Wow. Wow. Joe Burrow wow. ain't a better wow. generational talent to me than Josh Allen. Now, 
What he finna do with old buddy as his head coach may be different, may change my tune now. But yeah. Justin Herbert is the second highest paid quarterback in all of football at $52.5 million. Yeah, so. That's crazy. <laughs> and and they are pretty confident. Uh, uh, what you call them going to enter this conversation? Um, Baker Mayfield will enter this conversation. Uh, they are pretty, I mean, Kirk Cousins, of course, will move up even further. I like I, I I don't I don't this is is this new market just blows my mind. <laughs> it's fine. Absolutely blows my mind. Just just don't believe it. Hey man, uh, we we've been going strong about four two hours. I, I do have to I may have to go and do some stuff today. But one last thing I want <laughs> I, 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 I may have to do, I, I may have to do something. <laughs> hey, one last so let me ask you this. We talked about it. Where would you like to see? What would you like to see done with um, Justin Fields? Do you believe Chicago should stay put, trade the number one pick, get a get a haul, whatever you can get, and draft weapons around him? Or do you think they should go out and trade him, take Caleb Williams, and if they trade him, who would you think like to see go after Justin Fields, and what would you pay to get him? I think he's a really, really good quarterback that, of course, needs some polishing. He had no, he had nothing. No, I'm gonna say no offensive line. He, he has had nothing. nothing. Like he nothing. was the Bears. Yes. And and we got him a wide receiver this past year, but then I feel like he lost even more weapons in the other positions when they went and got the wide receiver. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I think they personally should keep him because I'm I'm looking at the football player that he is, if I'm the head of this organization, I'm not getting rid of that. I'm going to bring in the proper people to polish up his, his rusted areas and put put players around him so he can succeed. But the flip side of that, if I'm Justin, I don't want to be there no more because you really don't want me. Yeah. And, and you know, what's the saying? People forget what you do for me. That's the guy you make him feel. Yep. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Two years in a row, like, I've had to question whether or not I was going to be here. Yeah, you you made me you made the world feel like y'all don't want me. So I don't want to be here. Of course, the bias in me, because I'm biased, I think the Saints should go after me. But <laughs> y'all already spent y'all fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can't, we we done. But you mentioned a team earlier that if Mike Tomlin had more time, I think Mike Tomlin has to win now to keep his job. Like I said, go deep into the playoffs. But you're talking about somebody, because the talent is there, but you're talking about somebody as far as Mike that can give him what he needs. And I, I agree with you what you're saying about Russ to fit there because he needs to win now. But I think the talent pool with the Steelers is good. You have a coach that's going to make him feel wanted. You have an organization as far as the fan base and everything. They're going to fall in love with him. Just the, the way he plays, the way he goes about his business. I think it'll be a dream come true for him to be there and succeed. And a gift, a good organization. We've long said on this show, you can't overcome bad organizations. The Pittsburgh Church is a good organization. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, so I agree, but I, I prefer to see Pittsburgh go get what you call it. I would love to see, I, I align with you on everything you said. 
If I'm Chicago, though, for real, I'd go ahead on a reset. I mean, because I don't believe it's in the best interest of, of either two teams to keep him there. I think you've done too much now to erode in his confidence and other stuff. I think you've made a bad situation now. So I, I say yeah. go cut your losses yeah. and move on. I like, and I also don't believe Caleb Williams is a generational talent. I'm sorry. I'm not drinking it. I don't believe the Caleb Williams Kool-Aid. I don't think he's, they talking about the next Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's doing like every other draft. People get enamored real quick, man. And if you watch football and watch that kid in big time games, I don't think he lived up to the hype. Yeah, <laughs> and we've said that on our show. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we see what everybody else see uh, in 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 what he is. Um, but I think the perfect spot. I'd like to see uh, Justin Fields go to the Atlanta Falcons. That would be a good spot. Yes. I think you got a young coach. That would be a good spot. That you get a chance to grow with. I don't think they're looking at immediate success. I just think they're looking to be better next year than they were the year before. I think they're looking for projection to see that they're heading in the right direction. You got a treasure trove of young talent around him. You got salary cap to pay the young talent that's around him to be able to go. And he's coming to the A and playing in a dome. He's going to be a lot faster on that dome. (laughs) Absolutely. Excellent. Yes, Atlanta was a great now I would have to now, watch and make you know, sure he don't go get them lemon pepper wet from uh from that that spot over there. Can <laughs> be, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I, I, in I, I order think... to in, embrace the fullness of the community and the city, I mean you kind of have to. Yeah, well you do. You have to at least get one order. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with you. That 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 would probably it's probably perfect i think i think it brings you back shades of the last time atlanta was relevant that's when mike vick was was at the helm well i mean you had that matt ryan era, well, but well, i don't, matt, I don't yeah, matt, I, matt, yeah. yeah but it, when atlanta was popping it was mike vick <laughs> yes i think justin fields uh, brings you back of, to that um, Speaking of the, the last time Atlanta made it to the Super Bowl, you remember who the OC was? Yes, we do. The great white hope. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Fold, right. Folded yet again. I, I, again, that's what all I think. Right. That, that firing. Again, I, we'll go back and say it. I don't think every issue is a black issue. I do think every issue is a white issue, though. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 wow, 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 I think there is always a white issue behind everything that's done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I do think there is a white issue behind everything that is done. <laughs> Just saying. I'm going uh, Whether it's pride, entitlement, or whatever, again, I, I believe that there is an element of white issue behind everything that's done. Hmm. Another case point. I ain't gonna get out of this rabbit hole, but but on, on top of every other thing we brought up today, I think mm-hmm. the fact that uh, what's um, uh, what's old buddy that can't get a head coaching job uh, in the NFL, Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy went from offensive coordinator of a two-time Super Bowl champion to offensive coordinator 
of uh, 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 number two pick NFL team in the Washington Commanders to now being the offensive coordinator for UCLA, a fleeting program whose head coach left to become the offensive coordinator of Ohio State. For, for years on our show, we felt like that was a black issue. I believe now, I don't know that that's a black issue. I think it's obvious. I think Eric B. Enemy has a problem. What's his problem? I think it's him. I think he's the problem. But what? But what though? I, I don't think. Have an idea? I think. I think. I don't think he knows how to connect. I don't think he knows how to communicate well with people. Um. I believe he he only it will be done his way or no other way, um, and, and I believe the only reason why that worked in Kansas City was his way was also the way of the coach that earned the respect, which was you know uh, uh, Big Red, and I think he played for uh, he had a quarterback that played for him was a generational talent that even if he made a mistake in what he called he made it okay because of his talent. I believe when I believe when Eric Bieniemy sits down across the interview table, I think it's hard for anybody to see them sin. I think it's hard for anybody to be willing to willingly turn the keys of their organization over to him. And remember, like, I don't want to bring up a small sample size, but it, it, it seems like when he interviews, like like just a reporter interview, it seems like he speaks well. He's able to convey the message he's trying to get across. I, I think that's in front of the camera, man. You know it's harder. It's harder in the middle of the summer, man, when it's hot and we suck. <laughs> that's a whole different. Uh, um, th th there are people connected to you and connected to your job that probably uh, handled stuff really well in front of that camera. But but when that camera ain't present. They struggle, and everybody sees that they struggle. <laughs> Every, everybody sees it. So, so that could, that the, the camera's different. Yeah, yeah, ca camera different. I, I think Eric B. Enemy is the problem, man. I really do. Um, and I, 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 I hate it for him. Yeah. And, and again, I don't. Yeah, want, I hate it too. I, I don't want to bring up. <laughs> this, this is bad. This is not. This is unfair. But <laughs> just remember, man, he's also dealt with a lot of demons in his life, too. Oh, he was a, he was an alcoholic. No, I did not know that. Oh yeah, I believe Eric Bieniemy had to go to go go away for a while. Really? Yeah. Let me make sure I ain't getting nothing to him. Uh, yeah. I, he was arrested for driving under the influence. Uh, uh, I think he had some other stuff go on. I think that I think I think his alcohol problem was a part of him getting out of yeah bar fights and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah, when he, what? when he was a player and all that stuff coming up too. Like toward the end of his career. Uh, Oh, he was accused of, yeah, he was in the scandal of giving alcohol to players when he was at uh, Colorado. Like, yeah, yeah, he has a check and pass. I did not know. Yeah. 
And usually when people use stuff like that, they run it from some other demons inside of themselves. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I think, unfortunately, I think he bet wrong, man. I think he probably should have stayed in Kansas City, man. I mean, I would have took it, took the option too. And then, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard like he when he when he got when he just he according to him decided not to go back to the Commanders. I think he reached out to Kansas City and they weren't interested anymore. I mean, because think about that. If you're coming off a of Super Bowl, I mean, why would you not bring him back to the team in some capacity? But I thought, I thought I saw a report that he did, like he did come back, like as an analyst, like doing their run and during the week, lead up to it, something, yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, I I I thought I heard he reached out to him. <laughs> he had a former officer go there and talk to the office before that. Oh yeah, okay, he did. Yeah, he did. He brought. He came in and spoke to the team. Yeah, they did see that. I thought also some red report that said he, you know, that they they wasn't. He wasn't coming. He wouldn't be coming back to the team and on the staff though. <laughs> He said he came in and talked to the offensive guys and hung out with us, is what it said. <laughs> but it sounds kind of like more like, you know what I'm saying? Like you hanging out with your friends. Not <laughs> not necessarily in a in a in a formal capacity. Like, oh man, you know you're always welcome around here. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think it was more like I said, them bringing him in like, he be Eric, you know you always welcome around here, bro. But not like <laughs> you can come back and work. <laughs> now, well, we gonna pay you. Yeah. Um, you can come kick, you can it. Come kick it with us. <laughs> Think it was a little bit more of that. So, man. so what you're saying is, Eric be enemy like like the side piece. Like, I think he yeah, is. We can meet in the hotel and kick yeah, it. But we but not we, going yeah, out no we're not going out no date or nothing no more. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that's over, over. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the that you just see when it's convenient for you. How do you leave from being an OC? Like, OC of UCLA? That's not even a stable program right now. <laughs> not right now, man. And, you know, hopefully he can, hopefully he's worked on his demons and he can turn it around or something. I, I, whatever needs to get done because it, it, it is troubling that, especially when he was with the Chiefs, whether it was him or double cheeseburger with extra cheese, yeah, and, you know whatever it was, they they were winning, and he they still were. held they that were. title. That's right. So I he, he I don't want to discredit for enough, that. Yes, he did enough to work his way up through the system to become an offensive coordinator of the NFL team. He got to be doing something right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, UCLA is so, back home for him. I think he started out there or something like that. He coached at UCLA before. Okay. 2003, 2005, okay. it says. And again, maybe, 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 he, maybe he took this route too to say, you know what? Well, no, I don't know that anybody want to leave the grind. I mean, the NFL to go to the grind of college, but maybe, maybe yeah, this is a part of the no. a strategy too. Of 
I'll go be a head coach somewhere. Maybe he's doing this to get back, get his feet wet back in college to maybe pursue a head coach job in college. Yeah, maybe he's trying that route. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, well, but again, if you got problems talking to normal people, I can't see you being good on the recruiting trail. <laughs> yeah. Can't see you going sitting and talking, you know, unless your pitch is I coach Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? That's a pretty strong pitch. That's a strong pitch. But come play quarterback to me. I coach Patrick. I Patrick. I coach Patrick Mahomes. But then too, to me, it was odd that you wouldn't even like did Dion reach out to you? Because it seemed like that would have been a great fit. He played. He Eric Bieniemy literally played at Colorado. Ah, yeah. And what Dion trying to build like. Eric Bieniemy or Pat Schumer? I'm taking Eric Bieniemy all day, especially yeah. with who my kid is, who my quarterback is. Oh, no question, yeah. who I'm taking. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe now, not. At, at that time, at that time, maybe you know, he wasn't available. Yeah, may, maybe the time it wasn't right. So mm-hmm. I don't know, Doc. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of questions to me. You know what I'm saying? About kind of yeah. what 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 we really doing here? <laughs> what what's really going on? So, I right, big dog. What we got for the people, man? We didn't get two hours of hard hardcore. Yeah, yeah we, we we've been on it. I'm I'm halfway done with my drive, so it, it's been beautiful for me. Um, I I want to piggyback what you talked about earlier, and I know. You probably can can uh, bring it together with some scripture. Hopefully, you can. I know you always do. But I want to encourage fathers, parents, but especially fathers, because you know, in this world, the black father is such a staple of a family and what a young child needs in their life. I want to encourage everybody, like you're doing with the the saber, the uh, lightsaber <laughs> training and and uh, the sports and the. Uh, the wrestling and everything with Zach and with Dylan. Like if, if your kid is interested in something and it's not harming anybody and you can show some interest with your child and pour into them and uplift them, I encourage you to do that as a parent because there's nothing better than having a father's approval or a father's love and something mm-hmm. that you're interested in as a child. So kudos to you. I tip my cap to you, Kingpin. Continue to do that, and I encourage other fathers to do the same as well. Even though it may not be something that you're interested in, but because your child is interested in it, you need to be interested in it. And, and, and I'll say, you know, I, I, because I, I don't know that I've done this well as a father. I don't know I did this well uh, with my oldest, with, with Antonio, uh, of finding the things I didn't get to know my child. Right. Mm-hmm. My son did things that he knew I enjoyed, but it shouldn't have mm-hmm. been. I should have been trying to get to do things that he enjoyed. And so yes. as yes. I'm going with number two and number three, I want to grow as a father to get to know. And, and, and here's a scripture reference. When you started talking, this is what the Lord brought to me. The Bible tells us to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from his. Note what God did not say. God did not say train up a child in the way that you think he ought to go. And when he is old, he would not depart from him. He said train up a child in the way that he should go. 
God even told us, I need you to figure out what I created in them and then train them to be the best them. And when they're old, they won't depart, meaning they won't go seeking after something else because you made them the best version of them. Not a many you, not a many somebody else. And I feel like the times when I felt like my boys were seeking after something else, some of that, not all of it, kids make mistakes, all that stuff. But I think some of those sometimes, some of that, uh, some of that was attributed to them, to me, not helping them develop and understand who they were. And so my desire as a father is to, to get to know my child and to help them become the best version of them. Even if that means me going and do some work outside to figure out what does this look like? Cause I don't know how to do this. Yeah. My, yeah. All three of my boys are very different, man. And and I hate that I I didn't get it. I didn't do as much in the early years of my oldest. I'm trying to even be, be a better father for him now than I was on the front end of his life. Even now that he's 23 and a, and a, and a man, I want to be a best version of a father for him today to be able to help him help him better understand and develop into who he's supposed to be right now. Uh, and so I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I want to encourage people, get to know the version of your child, who your child is today, and help them become the best version of who they are. For the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he won't depart from it, man. So appreciate you for teeing that up, man. I I, I I love the father that you are and what you what how you how you connect with your kids and your boys, man. And I think the world needs us, man. Because let me tell y'all this. The world, the world starting in slavery did everything they could to pull us out of the home because they knew the impact of having us present would change the world. They knew it. They knew we changed the world. And so from the very start, they've done everything they could to take the black man out of the house because of the difference that we yes. can make being in the house. Stay locked in, man. Get to know your kid and then then train them up into the way that they should go. Even if that doesn't mean looking like what you thought they should they, they should be on doing that, man. Hey, family, we love you, man. Thank y'all for riding with your boys. Literally riding with your boys. <laughs> Thank you for riding with your boys, man. Kicking us all these years, man. We, we we appreciate you more than what our words could ever say. Hey, if you have any show topics, things that hit throughout the week, hit us up, man. Let us know. And uh, we'll definitely try to make sure we talk about it, man. We thank you for always staying locked in, man. Hey, remember, we love you. and ain't nothing you can do about it. It's your boy, Keith Big, Big Drake. We out of here.
I'm him, paid off sins, I'm good, roll out in, I'm love, represent my hood, what it do, I'm blue. You know, you know.